Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Can't believe we are in 2023 now. I'm recording this on January 1st of 2023, so Happy New Year, even though I still think the whole calendar system is something to keep us stuck in the matrix. Still been doing my own research on the back end of things, just if anyone's wondering about the whole calendar system, because I really believe that it is designed to keep us stuck in the matrix. Podcast episode coming out soon, debunking that whole thing, because I've been doing a lot of research on the whole calendar system. And just some little updates before I even go into this episode. I got the flu on Friday, so I've been sick, so my voice might sound a little weird. I'm a little stuffed up still, starting to feel a little better. Definitely nothing like when I had the sickness over the summer. Definitely not as intense like that, thank God. But definitely had to make me slow down and just, I've been sleeping a lot, resting a lot, and thought it was kind of funny that this happened, of course, like the final days of 2022 and 2023. And it was just, like, it gave me a lot of time to, like, reflect on 2022 and what I want to start doing in 2023. So I've been doing, like, a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of sleeping, a lot of resting, finally starting to feel better. And so I didn't really celebrate New Year's, but then again, I don't really follow the calendar system, and so that's okay with me. But we did have an interesting New Year's, so I do want to share the New Year's chart as well. And this episode, this episode is going to be about the January 2023 astrology dates. So I would just want to share like a little schedule for my podcast episodes in the next couple weeks. So this episode obviously is the January 2023 astrology dates. I plan on recording an episode tomorrow on the Cancer full moon because we have the Cancer full moon coming on January 6th, which is a Friday. So plan on recording an episode tomorrow since I'm off work tomorrow. We'll see how I feel. So might have an episode tomorrow, may not. And then next week, I plan on doing the 2023 astrology for the entire year. I might break it up into two parts, but that's when the 2023 astrology dates podcast episode will come out is next week. So stay on the lookout for that next week if you are looking for like a kind of forecast for the next year because that's what I've been doing since I've been sick too is I've been going through the charts for this upcoming year and there is a lot to look forward to and I'm I'm really thinking that this 2023 can be a very positive year for us all. And now just some other updates before I run through the astrology dates for this month. So I do plan on doing readings again soon, probably maybe by the end of this month or starting into February. We'll just see how things go, probably by the end of the month, because by the end of the month, we'll have all the planets direct anyway. So that's when I'm going to aim for starting readings again. I'm not sure if they're going to be live. I might start with like pre-recorded readings, so I might just record a reading and then email it to you. So we might start out that way. We'll see. But definitely by the end of the month, I should be doing readings again. So stay on the lookout for that. 
Now let's just go through the astrology dates for this month of January. So today is January 1st, 2023. We currently have the moon in Taurus right now. It's about conjunct the North Node Taurus. So this is really bringing up our destiny and how perfect on January 1st as well, like the start of a new year. So this is a beautiful day to really start planning and figuring out, okay, where do I want to take things in 2023? Because yesterday we had Venus conjunct Pluto. We still have Venus conjunct Pluto. I'm going to get into that a little more in this episode. We also are starting to see the Sun square Chiron. That can be very beautiful healing. January 2nd, which is tomorrow, we have Mercury sextile Neptune. We also will see Venus enter Aquarius at 9.09 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also will have Venus sextile Jupiter January 4th. January 5th is when we see the sun trine Uranus. January 6th is that Cancer full moon. That apex is at 6.06 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We then, on January 7th, have sun conjunct Mercury. January 8th, Mercury trine Uranus. January 9th, Venus trine Mars. January 12th is when we have Mars go direct in Gemini at 3.56 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. January 13th, we have the sun sextile Neptune. January 18th, we have the Sun conjunct Pluto. We also have Mercury coming direct at 8.12 a.m. that day. January 20th is when we have the Sun enter into Aquarius at 3.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. January 21st is the Aquarius new moon apexing at 3.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. January 22nd, we have Venus conjunct Saturn. Uranus comes direct at 5.58 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that is also when we have all the planets direct January 22nd. Once Uranus comes direct, all the planets are direct up until about like May, so it's like full speed ahead. So like from January 22nd until May, that's when all the planets are direct, so that is the time to really start taking more action and really start making things happen when we have all that direct planetary energy. January 24th is the Sun sextile Jupiter. January 26th, we have Venus entering Pisces at 9.32 p.m. So we have Venus going through three signs this month as well. That's something to keep an eye on. January 29th, we have the Sun trying Mars, Mercury trying Uranus. January 30th, we have the Moon in Gemini. That's the first time we have the Moon in Gemini since Mars comes direct. So we have a lot going on for the month of January. Now we'll break it down in a lot more detail. So I first just want to start with like looking at like the New Year's Eve chart that we had that kind of like ushered us into this new year of 2023 because I still don't really follow the whole calendar system and I still truly believe that the new year starts in Aries season but if we want to go with along with the calendar system because we still got to play along with the matrix here. So I have the New Year's Eve chart pulled up for December 31st, 2022. I have it at 11.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then I have one for January 1st at 12 a.m. But what was really interesting to me was we had Venus conjunct Pluto like exactly around the time that midnight, like when we started to ring in the new year. And to me, that was really interesting that we had Venus and Pluto together in Capricorn when this was happening, when we were leaving 2022 and entering into 2023, because Venus conjunct Pluto, like these are the two dispositors of North Node, South Node, like North Node Taurus, South Node Scorpio. So that's also really interesting right there as well, because Venus co-ruler Libra Taurus, we're in North Node Taurus right now. Pluto 
is the ruler of Scorpio. We're in South Node Scorpio right now. So we have the two dispositors of the nodes meeting up when we're about to enter into a brand new year. So this was really highlighting our destiny as well. This was really showcasing our destiny and our future. And this to me was also like a way that this was like God showing us, okay, what is it that you don't want to bring with you into 2023? Like this is your final last chance. Did you do all of that releasing? So with that Venus conjunct Pluto, this was really showing us and revealing to us like whether it was relationships, old stories, money beliefs, limited beliefs, anything like that, old beliefs, old memories, anything like that no longer serving you, those could have come to the surface, especially since we had Mercury go retrograde on top of Venus and Pluto as well. This is really showing and highlighting, okay, these are the things no longer serving me in this current reality and I don't want to bring those into 2023 with me. I'm going to leave those behind in 2022. So I think that was really beautiful that we had Venus conjunct Pluto coming into this new year and we still have Venus conjunct Pluto right now. I mean Venus is at 28 degrees now, Pluto's still at 27 degrees Capricorn, but they're still in a one degree orb. So even you can still use today and these next couple days as like a final release as well and purging. And that's why I like thought it was kind of funny too that I got sick because I'm like, okay, this is just like my body doing a final release and final purge as well from everything of 2022 because like Scorpio, South Node Scorpio, like Scorpio rules like purging, it rules like the genitals. So this is where it rules like crap and shit and that like nasty fun stuff. But this is where we can really be purging out. So if you're purging out bodily fluids, that's okay too because this is just you're making room so you don't have to take any of that with you into 2023. And now that we're in 2023, this is very beautiful that we have the moon in Taurus right now conjunct North Node Taurus because this is really highlighting our destiny and being like, okay, what do I want to set the tone for 2023 what do i want this year to look like for me what do i want want to want what do i want to continue building and creating in this lifetime what do i want to continue creating for this year and building upon because we're still in north node taurus and we don't shift nodes until like july of 2023 so we still have this entire first half of 2023 to really continue building that solid strong foundation with north node taurus this is the time to continue building that heaven on earth and really following your own heart's desires and really making those into a physical present day reality and then also with like the sun in Capricorn getting ready to square Chiron and Aries, Chiron is direct now too. So this is bringing us some healing moments as well. This is bringing up beautiful healing moments. This can show us old wounds, old things from the surface. This can also really help us reclaim our power so we're not playing like these victimhood stories anymore. Especially with Chiron direct now in Aries, this is a time for us all to really step more into our power and reclaim our identity. Especially since we just had that Capricorn new moon, that Capricorn new moon was really helping us shed those old layers and really step into that new version of our identity since Chiron went direct an hour before that Capricorn new moon. So it's like, did you do that identity work as well? Have you stepped into that new version of yourself? Do you have a, like a good idea, a good picture, a good layout of that new identity? of that new version that you want to step into and who does that person look like in 2023 how do they show up how do they act these are things that you can ask yourself and really work on like this first like week in 2023 
Tomorrow is when we see Venus leave Capricorn as well and enter into Aquarius. And something really interesting with Venus this month is we see Venus and three signs in January. So we started this month with Venus and Capricorn. And then on January 2nd at 9.09 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is when we see Venus leave Capricorn and enter into Aquarius. And then on January 26th is when we have Venus leave Aquarius and enter into Pisces. So Venus is moving really fast. Venus is like at her one of her highest speeds right now. And just keeping an eye on Venus is something to do this month. And I just want to read from the only astrology book you'll ever need, just the depiction on Venus and Aquarius. It says, Venus and Aquarius promotes a kind and loving nature. You are helpful, charitable, and giving, but you are not an emotional person. You have an intellectually detached attitude toward love. To you, personal freedom is most important, and any relationship must leave you free to explore varied interests and hobbies. Meet new people and enjoy a wide range of friends. You cannot tolerate jealousy and will walk away from emotional scenes. You believe in fairness and openness. As a Venus Aquarian, you are most likely to have platonic friendships because sexual involvements are emotionally binding than you like. You are immensely popular and can attract a great many lovers. However, you choose to direct personal magnetism toward larger concerns. Aquarius is a sign of hopes and wishes and Venus in this sign usually grants you what you dream of. So Venus and Aquarius entering into the collective tomorrow at 9.09 p.m. This can definitely bring up a more detached sense. And like what I mean by that is Aquarius is not the best at showing their emotions. And it's just more like of an internal thing. So this is where you might start to realize that you're more internalizing your emotions and you're not really getting them out into the open. You're just more intellectualizing them and just kind of overthinking them because Aquarius being an air sign too, this is where like you can get a little more stuck in your head. But with Venus and Aquarius as well, this also promotes more of like that freedom, loving, that liberating style as well. So this can be a very beautiful time to really go like dive headfirst into your passions and your heart's desires and bring that freedom and liberation and really go after your heart's desires with that freedom and liberation and Aquarius style. So I think that we can use the Venus and Aquarius to our advantage. Well, it may like it's really for like it's really going to be challenging us to look at our emotions in a new way and not detach from our emotions and really like not like over analyze or intellectualize our emotions, but just kind of surrender to them and surrender to that flow. So I think that we can really use that to our advantage. So I like that we have Venus entering into Aquarius. And then we also are seeing Mercury make a sextile with Neptune. So with Mercury sextile Neptune, this can also just really like bring up like big like dreamy visions, your imagination, your creativity might really be off the charts with the Mercury sextile Neptune. So you can really use that to your advantage as well. Really like dream up some beautiful projects, visions, like great brainstorming as well. So you can really use like the Mercury sextile Neptune and Venus into Aquarius that you can really use that to your advantage with brainstorming and working on projects and getting those creative juices flowing. So I really feel that's something that we can really use to really help us starting 
2023 off with a strong node is really helping us utilize those planetary energies. Mercury, sextile, Neptune, Venus entering into Aquarius. This is really helping us get those creative juices flowing. Then on January 4th is when we see Venus sextile Jupiter. So then with Venus in Aquarius making a sextile to Jupiter in, in Aries, this can also bring up a big sense of like, freedom and just kind of like I wouldn't say rebellion but you're just like you have like a strong urge to break free and with Venus sextile Jupiter this can give us like the urge that we want to like break free and try something new and then with Jupiter I always give the caution because Jupiter can always like over magnify and just make things like appear a lot larger than they are. This can make you feel like you have a lot more energy and a lot more like resources that are viable. So just you always use like your best cautionary judgment with a Jupiter transit. But with Venus sextile Jupiter, this can make us really feel that we have like all of this good energy, that we have like extra time for just like doing whatever we want and so this is a beautiful time for really following your heart's desires and really going after your passions and really making those into a physical reality so like with venus sextile jupiter in its highest expression this is really allowing us to follow our heart's desires and really make those into a physical present day reality and really make those happen so this can be a very beautiful transit and then january 5th is when we have the sun trine uranus so with the sun trine Uranus, so we have like the sun in Capricorn making a trine to Uranus and Taurus, this can also give us like a little extra spark. This can also give us like more creative juices and help us start seeing like different perspectives and help us start seeing more outside of the box and help us liberate ourselves as well and help us like start bringing more like freedom, liberation to our own lives. It's like, where have we kept ourselves inside of a box? Where have we kept ourselves too restrained and how can we start breaking free more how can we start liberating our own selves more and start thinking outside of the box how can we start shifting the perspective and then the next day january 6th is when we have that cancer full moon apexing at 606 p.m eastern standard time and i'm going to do a separate episode on it but i do just want to touch on the cancer full moon so we have this full moon apexing at 16 degrees and this one will be opposing Mercury retrograde at 17 degrees because Mercury's at 17 degrees of Capricorn. So with this Cancer full moon opposing Mercury, this is really like putting our communication, our thoughts, our messaging on like the forefront of our mind. That's going to be a big focus with that Cancer full moon. And then also the moon is at home here in Cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So this is a very strong moon. This one can bring a lot of emotions up to the surface especially since we already have Venus and Saturn both in Aquarius. That's like a little detached. So especially with Venus and Aquarius already during this Cancer full moon, this is really helping us dive deeper into our own emotional world. So I really feel that we can use that Cancer full moon to our advantage where it'll help us release any old emotions no longer serving us and can really help us dig deeper into our own emotional waters and learn to navigate those emotional waters as well. So We'll do a whole separate episode on that, but just wanted to touch on that Cancer full moon because that is definitely, that's the first full moon of 2023. So it is 
a pretty big deal, which is why I want to do a whole separate episode. And then the next day is when we see the Sun conjunct Mercury exactly, but it's also the Sun conjunct Mercury when Mercury is retrograde. So this can be a good time for really looking at your communication, your messaging style and being like, okay, where do I need to make these changes? How can I start making these changes? Do I like the current messaging style I'm doing? Do I need to make any changes? Those are just some questions to get those gears flowing. Then on January 8th is when we see Mercury retrograde, trine Uranus, and Taurus. Both of those planets are retrograde. So with Mercury, trine Uranus, this is also just like getting our creative juices flowing again. This is really sparking that creative genius. This can help us start thinking more outside of the box and really like help get any new visions, downloads, and this can also be a great time for like trying to shift your perspective and looking outside of the box, just like with Sun trying Uranus as well. So this can give you a new spark and help you like maybe you've been doing the same project and you've felt stuck for a while and this these transits can give you that perspective shift that you've needed, like that light bulb moment, that Uranian spark of genius. This can really help you get those creative juices flowing and get you moving in a different direction because on January 9th is when we see Venus trying Mars. So Venus trying Mars, we can definitely use that to our advantage where that is really helping us start taking more action towards our passions, especially with Venus and Aquarius trending Mars and Gemini. This is helping us take a deeper look at things and use our discernment and really figure out, okay, have I been emotionally detached here? Where do I need to stop overanalyzing things? Where do I need to stop like getting too caught up in my head how can I step outside and just be more present in the moment how can I start taking more action in a better way towards making my goals into a physical reality with Venus trying Mars because on January 12th is when we have Mars goes direct in Gemini at 3 56 p.m eastern standard time and this is something that I want to chat with you all about because We've had Mars retrograde since October 30th of 2022, and now we finally have Mars coming direct on January 12th of 2023, and the last time that we had a Mars retrograde in Gemini was in 1943 to 1944, so this also was bringing up similar themes to World War II, to that specific era, so this was, like, to me, it was also, like, highlighting and putting up similar themes to that. So did you see similar themes to 1943 to 1944 with this Mars retrograde in Gemini? And just like a little recap with the Mars retrograde in Gemini, like a Mars retrograde, that was a time for us to reflect on how we were taking action, how we were showing up in the world and how we continue to take, take action and make our dreams into a physical reality. It was also a time for us to evaluate more ego identity work because Mars is rule, like the ruler of Aries and Scorpio. So this was a time to, for us to look at our ego identity. Do we like the person that we've been showing up as? And a Mars retrograde in Gemini can definitely bring some weird stuff up to the surface as well. It can definitely bring shenanigans. It also can bring like weird technology problems car troubles. I know I had to take my car into the shop and I had to get it fixed. Like it like it ended up having an oil leak. And so just like little weird things like that, like little fluke occurrences with technology or anything like with travel. Like that's why we were seeing like such weird travel things happen. That was Mars retrograde. 
So just like little things like that. And now with Mars coming direct at 3.56 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on January 12th, this is a time for us to okay, be like, okay, did we learn that Mars retrograde in Gemini lesson? Did we do the necessary like reflection work? Did we go inwards? Did we reflect? Did we learn the lesson? Because we have the moon. We have, where is the moon on this day? So we have the moon in Virgo at 26 degrees. So that's interesting. So the moon will just be coming off in opposition with Neptune when Mars comes direct. So this is really helping us use our discernment more and see through any propaganda spells. Like did you, like because with Mars retrograde too, like you can use this as a time when you're going inwards to be like, okay, did I fall for any propaganda spells? Because we saw Mars go retrograde squaring Neptune and now Mars is coming direct off that square to Neptune. So it's like, okay, did you learn? Did you find the truth? Did you learn those lessons as well? So I love that we have this moon in Virgo who is really helping us come to like terms with reality, help us get more present in the moment and get more grounded in our reality as well, helping us figure out any Neptunian spells breaking through those. So I love that we have the moon in Virgo when Mars is coming direct in Gemini. We can really use that to our advantage because we will see that moon in Virgo square Mars coming direct. And so with that moon square Mars, that's like, okay, where are we feeling a push and pull with our emotional world? How can we find balance between these two areas? How can I find that Goldilocks zone? So with Mars coming direct on January 12th, that's definitely something to celebrate. Definitely pat yourself on the back because Mars retrograde in Gemini is not the easiest transit. It can definitely make you feel like you're losing your mind. Definitely make your nervous system go all haywire. I know my anxiety has been just acting so weird since Mars went retrograde. And I have to keep telling myself it's because Mars is retrograde in Gemini. can make your nervous system do all sorts of crazy things. So, but I'm not a doctor. So definitely go to the doctor if you're having weird issues too. But just wanted to share that. But definitely excited for Mars coming direct on January 12th. So that is definitely something for us to celebrate because then the next day on January 13th, is when we see that sun sextile Neptune. So that can definitely bring up any like psychic awareness, spiritual stories, really helping us get in more in tune with our psychic awareness and our more like spiritual stories as well. So we can definitely use that sun sextile Neptune to our advantage. Then on January 18th is when we see the sun meet up with Pluto. So sun in Capricorn conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. So this can also really bring up a lot of stuff to the surface and it can definitely like really bring up a lot of like power related themes. So maybe you've been giving your power away to someone or you've been looking in the wrong areas for power. This can really help you look inwards for your own power because you have the power with inside of yourself. You don't need to be looking at external resources. You don't need to be looking for someone else for the power. You have the power with inside of you. So to me, Sun conjunct Pluto is really helping you go inwards to be like, okay, where can I reclaim this power with inside of myself? This can also show you maybe old stories, old limiting beliefs, old things from the past that are holding you back from helping you reach your true highest potential. Those are uh, like, it can show you like dead weight, old layers that you need to continue shedding because we also have Mercury coming direct at 8, 12 a.m., on January 18th. So then we have Mercury coming direct at eight degrees as well. And what's really interesting because we had Mars come direct at eight degrees 
of Gemini on January 12th. And now we have Mercury coming direct at 8 degrees. And the number 8, it's like the Pluto-Scorpio degree. And so with that, that's also like showing us, okay, have we been shedding the necessary layers? Have we been shedding the necessary weight? Have we been shedding that dead weight that's no longer serving us? Because now with Mercury direct and Capricorn, it's like, okay, did we learn that lesson with, because we had Mercury go retrograde on top of Venus and Pluto at the end of 2022. So with Mercury coming direct now at eight degrees of Capricorn, this is like, okay, did we learn that lesson as well? Did we learn the Venus Pluto lesson? Did we shed all of those necessary layers, especially that it's coming direct at eight degrees of Capricorn at that Pluto Scorpio degree? This is like, okay, did we do that necessary releasing work? Because we will have the moon in Sagittarius at this time as well so it's like so we have actually the moon will be opposing mars so that's going to be really interesting so that's going to be bringing up a lot of stuff to the surface as well regarding that mars retrograde because that's the first time that we'll be seeing the moon and sag oppose uh, mars direct since mars went retrograde on october 30th so that can bring a lot of like volatile like emotions up to the surface, definitely irritability. So definitely be aware of your energy on January 18th with that moon opposed Mars. Definitely find a physical outlet if you find yourself having more excess energy, find a physical outlet for that. And then we have Sun conjunct Pluto on this day. So there's a lot of strong, intense, like edgy energy on January 18th. But I definitely feel that we can use that to our advantage with continue shedding those old layers that are no longer serving us. So really feel that we can use January 18th to our advantage for shedding that old unnecessary baggage because on January 12th is when we have that sun enter Aquarius at 3:30 a.m. is when we have the sun entering into Aquarius and Aquarius being ruled by Uranus like Aquarius season being an air sign they are a masculine air sign this is a time for us to be more liberation to find more freedom for our own selves and to really like break free from society and not follow societal norms and not stay stuck in a box and not be a copycat clone but to really be unique and to continue striving for that own unique individualism and that because Aquarius also like rules humanity, but Aquarius in their highest expression recognizes that all humans are individually unique and that we don't all have to be the exact same. So this Aquarius season is really inviting us to liberate ourselves and really embrace that own individual uniqueism because we also will have the moon conjunct Mercury exact when we have the sun ingressing into Aquarius. So that also can bring us a lot of creative downloads, visions, especially since that's the first time we had moon conjunct Mercury since Mercury went, like since Mercury came direct. So that's very interesting itself. So this is a very interesting chart as well with, uh, with us starting into Aquarius season on January 20th. But Aquarius season can be a very good time for us though to just really start helping us break free and liberate our own selves from whatever like box or constraint we've put our own selves in. Then on January 21st is when we have the Aquarius new moon apexing at 3.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and since the Aquarius new moon is until January 21st I'll definitely be doing a separate episode on that because we'll see that new moon apex at 3.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at one degree of Aquarius and 
Venus is about to conjunct Saturn that day as well. So we'll have Venus conjunct Saturn during that Aquarius new moon. But Aquarius being like ruled by Uranus, this is a time for us to continue just searching for that freedom, that liberation, like really striving to be our own unique individual person and not being the same as everyone else and really striving to go outside of like societal norms and not just follow the status quo and just follow all of the trends. So this Aquarius season is really helping us liberate and break free from all of that. And I will do a separate episode on the Aquarius new moon when we come closer to that. And then January 22nd is when we have Venus conjunct Saturn exactly. We also have Uranus coming direct at 5.58 p.m. on January 22nd. So with Uranus direct in Taurus, that is the last planet to come direct. So January 22nd is when we have all the planets direct once Uranus comes direct. And we saw Uranus go retrograde, I believe, back in August. Um, with Uranus retrograde, that was also a time for us to really just go inwards and reflect on like how we've been showing up and just especially like Uranus and Taurus in general, it's finding stability in an unstable world. So it's like, okay, where have you been unstable in your own life? Have you been creating and finding that stability have you been maintaining that stability where have things been unstable where do you need to continue finding that balance so with uranus retrograde and taurus that was really helping us figure out okay where do i need to continue maintaining the balance where have i been unstable this was also helping us look at okay where have i been too stuck in the status quo where have i been following the trends too much where have i been caught up in a societal norm where have i been copying everyone else where have i lost my own unique individualism how can i start showing up more as my unique individual self that was also uranus and taurus retrograde lesson so did you go inwards did you learn that lesson with uranus coming direct on january 22nd at 5 58 p.m eastern standard time that's another thing for you to look at because we'll still have the moon in Aquarius, we'll have Venus conjunct Saturn, we'll have the moon about to pass over Saturn in Aquarius, so we'll have a lot of Aquarius energy too when Uranus is coming direct, which is very interesting because Uranus, like Aquarius, is ruled by Uranus, and then we have all this Aquarius energy when Uranus is coming direct. We're also Uranus is coming direct during Aquarius season, so just love all that Uranian Aquarius energy going on here. So we can definitely use this to our advantage, really helping us find that creative spark, really get that Uranian creative juices flowing. So we can definitely use that to our advantage. And then on January 24th is when we see the sun sextile Jupiter. So with the sun sextile Jupiter, that can also give us like a little more energy, help us continue moving towards our goals. Just always be careful not to overdo it and feel like you have like an overabundance of energy. Because on January 26th is when we have Venus enter Pisces at 9.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I want to read from the only astrology book you'll ever need, just the excerpt on Venus in Pisces. So it says, as a Venus Piscean, you are inclined to have tender emotions and a deep capacity for devotion. In love, you are gentle, kind-hearted, extremely sensitive, and fickle. It is not that you mean to be inconstant. It's simply that being in love is such a wonderful feeling, and being in love makes you feel complete. You have an unfortunate penchant for choosing the wrong kind of lover, the kind you will take emotionally but not give back. Venus Pisceans often have a secret love affair that causes them grief. You are completely intuitive about love, never logical. 
No other position of Venus can be as self-sacrificing or places more importance on the happiness of loved ones. You have true empathy for the problems of another person. Venus also indicates an imaginative, creative, artistic flair which helps you to put your emotions, which puts you, your feelings into writing, acting, or music. So completely different from Venus and Aquarius, where Venus and Aquarius is a little more detached and not as emotional as Venus and Pisces. So this is a big tri- like shift as well with on January 26th when we go from Venus and Aquarius to Venus and Pisces because Venus is also exalted here in Pisces. So this can give us all like a little more of like the warm and fuzzies where Venus and Aquarius is not all like warm and fuzzies. Definitely feel that's like a good little analogy there. But we can definitely use the Venus and Pisces for our advantage, really getting those creative juices flowing, really getting more in touch with our emotions as well. And then on January 29th is when we see the Sun trying Mars and Mercury trying Uranus. So that's a good day as well to like continue working on projects, getting those creative juices flowing. Really good time for like brainstorming and the getting more ideas on like the poster board, storyboard for what you want to continue creating in 2023. So I'm going to leave it at that for the January astrology dates and I want to pull an oracle card and a tarot card. I got a new oracle deck. The oracle deck is just the oracle of the witch so I'm pulling an oracle card from that and the card I got was crone and keyword is death and it says wisdom speaks to you beyond the veil embrace it and surrender releasing fear and it says finding yourself between the worlds neither here nor there is not comforting when you feel half dead but also half alive trying to hold on to what's left of the light but be warned for the pull of darkness is consuming when the crone is exposed you should be careful not to be drawn into the shadows for this is where the darkness seems most inviting the crone is the mistress of magic the all-powerful sorceress who summons up power from all that she is. All things in nature have a darker side, which is essential when it comes to transformation and should not be avoided, for light can only be seen through the darkness. Both have a necessary purpose and cannot exist without the other. Allow the crone to envelop you with her dark cloak, blocking out the comfort zone you've been holding onto too tightly. It is the only way for you to truly see. As you take up your sword and battle through the dark forest, you will be blind for a while, with only the crone as unwelcome company to guide you. She will take you to the darkest place to shed light on what you are seeking, and will teach you how to draw strength from the dark mystery and claim the force and power that resides in the depths of your soul. She has heard your request and your soul's cry for wholeness and balance and to live your life to its highest and most magical potential. For you to experience the highs, it is necessary to face death in an ending that will appear cruel and merciless as the crone casts you down low. Do not fear, for the crone's promise of death is like taking a pill that reveals a new reality. There is no turning back when the crone walks with you. The past is as long and as arduous as you decide to make it. Seize the most incredible gift that you could ever experience, for the crone is the midwife of your rebirth and requires that something must die before you can be reborn. She is the keeper of the gates between the worlds, presiding over the unbidden transformation and final phase of womanhood into their croning years with the promise of an empty inner cauldron. Everything is in place to support the cycle of life and death to bring about the magical transformation you desire for she changes everything she touches i really like that we got this card especially like right going right into 2023 for the month of january because that definitely like shows us okay and like even like relates with this current astrology like with venus conjunct pluto 
and then we'll also be experiencing sun conjunct pluto and we'll have a cancer full moon this month this is really about us shedding the old weight that's no longer serving us and really getting more in touch with our emotional side and also experiencing our own rebirth and that sometimes we have to say goodbye to an old version of ourselves to welcome in that new so i really like that we got that card now I'm pulling a tarot card from the Alice in Wonderland tarot deck and we got the King of Hedgehogs and it's the carpenter from like that story of the walrus and the carpenter in Alice in Wonderland so it's that guy for the King of Hedgehogs and it says the King of Hedgehogs is a masterful person who built his success through hard work and persistence. Take inspiration from the carpenter who uses his skills to build a restaurant where he can make his dinner dreams come true. Set yourself up through discipline and dedication. And also in this deck, the hedgehogs is the pentacles in tarot. So that's like the earth element. So I love that we got that because we are still in North Node Taurus and we're in Capricorn season right now. So this is all about us really continuing working on building that solid, strong foundation, setting ourselves up for that future prolonged success. So love that we got that card. Going to leave it at that for this January 2023 episode. Hope everyone had a good new year. Hope everyone is having a good start to 2023. Will be. I plan on recording an episode tomorrow on the Cancer Full Moon, so another episode should be out tomorrow unless something happens, but we'll see. You never know. But until the next episode, I hope everyone has a beautiful day, a beautiful week, and until the next episode, we will chat again soon.